to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the mother loving geek nation you're currently tuning into the cult pop podcast episode 44 a show where we talk about movies and Mm -hmm. tv and comics Mm -hmm. and how the beautiful fall leaves constantly remind us of the inevitability of death and all those other things that scratch your nerdy itch we're coming to you live from young junk hq Young thank you (laughs) Uh, a bomb ass podcasting production space in manayunk pa with me this week are Son, the voice Here. of reason. What's the deal? She may our son, the voice of reason, returning from around the world and poverty. Around yeah, the I mean. world, around Took you about 80 the days, world. Right? Yeah. Where did you go? Oh, <laughs> uh, see, we were at uh, we were in the UK this summer. Oh. We went mm. to Denmark. We went to the Czech Republic. We were in Amsterdam. Uh, just came back from Tennessee. That we one were, I know. Yeah, we we're all. <laughs> in place. You've never heard of the UK? No. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced ook. Ook. The ook. Ah, the old ook. The ook. Um, but you're still broke. Yeah. Man. Crazy world. Like, it costs cool, it costs money it to travel. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Who's I mean, I wouldn't up? know. <laughs> um, this is all the reminders uh, from Facebook about our live stream. Oh, uh, uh, since you asked. Uh, also with me. Hey. Ryan. Hey, how are you? Hi. I'm with you. Hey. Yeah. Aw. Here we are. Blink. <laughs> and and I'm Terry. Terry. Terry's back. He hasn't been on in a long time, but I've been watching the whole time, and you guys have been doing a great job. I Aww. love seeing it Thank you, stream and evolve, and I liked zooming in and yelling about Blade that one time. That was fun. That was pretty that was cool. Fun. <laughs> uh, also in the booth is our trusty producer, Dylan the Great. Remember, if anything goes wrong, Dylan did it. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. Oh, speaking of Dylan doing it, uh, I listened to the, yeah. new, the new episode that you sent me, <laughs> and you we can't. We're talking to you directly, but we can't hear you on the audio podcast. Yeah, this is the platform to you effed it up. Yeah. Live well, show. it's because I didn't realize you were going to call to me. You're like, hey, Brian, or you're like, you're like hey, Dylan, what you been up to this week? Like, oh, oh, my mic was cut. I was like, I don't, I didn't even. Uh, yeah, I, I was not ready. You know what? In Dylan, retrospect, that was my fault. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, I wasn't. Next time, now I'm ready. I'm always ready now. So I learned my lesson. Uh-huh. Welcome to live reviews of your own podcast. That's right. Yes. Now um, I have a bone to pick with you about a very minor issue. <laughs> in a previous in a previous episode. No, I haven't got any. Oh, okay. Everything's cool. Uh, Open so, up the review link. I'm leaving a comment. <laughs> we did, we're doing the thing where we're going to talk about the what we've been up to this week, huh? In a segment I lovingly call, What You Been Up To This Week, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, Randy, start us off. Yo, man, I just got caught up on Ahsoka. Mm. Bruh. Mm. I mean, Bruh. obviously it's Rosario Dawson, so that makes it great. But if anybody was ever a Star uh, Star Wars Rebels fan, yo, everybody's back. And mm-hmm. like Sabine is in that, John Hera's in it. Uh, I, I should I tell him? You can. I, I mean, if you if you're not caught up at this point, uh, that's your fault. Grand Admiral Thrawn is on there, man. Like, bro, 
I mean, to be fair, the whole that was pretty yeah, clear. Yeah, that was pretty clear. is to find right. Ezra and and they're like, no, we yeah, shouldn't go because yeah. Thrawn will be yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. and then they hilarious. went to that place. Actually, would have been hilarious. Guess what? Like, oh, he died. We didn't even go. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's gone. He's been Got gone all their bodies. Like, oh yeah. wow, these guys are dead. Um, there's <laughs> a new guy they just introduced. This dude named uh, Enoch. He's like one of the. He's like that, he's like a stormtrooper with an actual face, yeah. like a Greek statue. Yeah, yo, he's terrifying. That's cool. Um. There's this, this theory that he's going to be like the next sort of Boba Fett guy where yeah. like that would be cool. he does nothing, but everybody is like, this guy's yeah, amazing. Yeah. But he looks cool. Uh, but because he looks cool. So, yeah, man, Ahsoka is that work. Um, I love the episode last week with uh, with Anakin on there. Uh, it, the, the the redemption of Hayden Christensen is makes mm-hmm. me very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, as an a- yeah. as an actor, as yeah. an actor, just as a dude, like he got he got so just chat upon on the uh you know in the in the prequels and it's good to see him able to to, like reclaim that role and really really kill it i agree um you know and i used to hold it against but it wasn't his fault i used to blame the actors but i still do no no i mean it's clearly uh what's his nuts lucas Who's just telling him because there was even an interview with uh george george luke not george lucas harrison ford and uh, he, I believe he was talking about George Lucas and how he was asking him about um, the lines. He's like, just say the lines, just say them. Like yeah. there's no, he doesn't yeah. understand that there's an actor's process. Mm-hmm. Like even Harrison yeah. Ford has a process. And um, he was just like, yeah, he just does not understand that actors have a thing that they do mm. and they're trying yeah. to do it well. And um, he's just like, what do you mean? It's, it's on the page. Just read it. Yeah, there's yeah. no way you yeah. convince me that you and McGregor, Natalie Portman, Sam Jackson, and uh, Liam Neeson all just, just forgot, forgot how, how to act. act. <laughs> right? No, yeah. no. Yeah, I, 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 George, George is not a writer. Is is the bigger yeah. thing? No, he's, like, a, he's, he's, he's directing. He's a concept guy, idea man. He's, he's yeah. directing. Yeah. Idea. His directing yeah. is technically right. Yes, read yeah. what is on those page, yes. yeah, pages. Yeah. But, um, you know, Lawrence Krasden is responsible for the writing of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was also brought in for episode seven. Uh, and there's just a marked difference. I mean, everyone, myself included, I will always point to that um, scene of them rolling around in the grass, you know, and them talking about sand and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, no, I was more in love with you. I oh, mean, it I, sounds I hate, crazy. Ooh, I hate that scene. But that That's is the words. Scene, but I hate it. That is, that is the words that were written. Yeah. And you got to figure out some way to hmm. showcase it a little bit better. Yeah, and if yeah. you're out, if you're in with George, like everybody knew the deal. Yeah. It's Star Wars. Yeah. You know, don't phone anything in and just say what what it says. Um, did you ever see Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Yes. Of his, course. His directing reminds me of um Do Less. Yeah, 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 yeah the surfboard. The surfboard, yeah, yeah. Try and teach him how to surf. Do do less. Uh anyway, Ahsoka is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm loving. Is it is it worth watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It really you know, is. it's the one I think of all the new stuff. It feels the most like classic Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some other really good things. Mandalorian, Andor are both great, but this one you see like massive ships sliding through space, and it's like, yeah. oh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. here we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who who owns Twitter now? Elon, Elon, Musk. Elon Musk. Does Is anyone else just look at? Thrawn and see blue Elon Musk. Facts, very Bro. much so. 
It like uh, it's much distracting so. oh yeah. how much God. he looks yeah, like facts. Elon Musk. Holy. Wait, are we sure that it's not him playing it? I looked it up. <laughs> okay. Did you see? Did you, to Yo. digress for a second? Did you see? Apparently, they want to. They have sometimes been writing it as X I T T E R now, right? No. And Neil Gaiman said, you know, in Mandarin, the X is pronounced as sh. So She's perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Eddie Madison's in the chat saying, "Howdy, y'all! I saw Saw on Peacock hmm. last night. It was gory." Can we just stop for I've a minute and think? Gory. Like, that's the best review of anything I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw Saw gory. on Peacock. It was gory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Four stars. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what Eddie's been up to this week. Huh. Yeah. Um, Brian, what have you been up to this hey. week? Huh? Uh. I'll tell you what, JD, in the first time ever where it actually goes along with the anime-inspired huh at the end of your huh? what you've been up to this week, yeah. huh? Uh -huh. Uh, I have been watching uh, One Piece, the live-action mm -hmm. One Piece. Now, I'm not an anime fan. I'm often really interested in the story concepts that yeah. they have. Yeah. I just don't vibe with the execution. The thing that really gets me is some of the, like, zero to a hundred over the top emotional responses yeah. sometimes. Right. But I, I often read it and I'm like, well, this thing sounds awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I started watching this really no idea what it's about. I think I must've seen some images or something or whatever. Cause it looked kind of familiar. It is so much fun. Yeah. It's great. It's a boatload of fun. It's, uh, which is appropriate. Yes. Cause they're on books. Ah, the pirates. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's not this world, which I kind of, I don't know what I thought it was, but it's uh, like a completely separate planet. It's mm -hmm. a place where it seems mostly ocean and the world is divided in um, kind of like one strip of land going down the center oh. and then some other mysterious strip of land going across the, the middle, mm -hmm. which the plot revolves around a map to get there. Not really sure because it's just like down. Yeah. But so I don't know. But they need a map, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, just pick a direction <laughs> right. that's not left or right. Right. Like follow yeah. the land. Yeah. <laughs> in and, one direction. Yeah. <laughs> and and you'll, and you'll find it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's uh, it's this very over the top, uh, kind of one of those hyper realistic mm -hmm. sort of looking things, right? Where they've got a little technology, but mostly it's kind of like. And not exactly magic, but magic y mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And I did not expect, I didn't know, there were superpowers involved. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the guy, the main guy, Monkey Du Lefay, is uh he's he wants to be a pirate. And his conception of pirate is I want to be an adventurer who is free all the time. Right. Right. I do what I want, you know? And I'm not under anyone's thumb. That's it. He doesn't steal mm. from people. He doesn't oh. do any bad stuff. He oh, just okay. wants that. And uh he's fighting somebody and all of a sudden. He stretches out of the way, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, oh, this Reed, guy has Reed stretchy Richard. powers. Read Richard yeah. style. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, I had thought, because I saw one image of that uh, as a promo image, and I had thought, oh, it's just exaggerated anime style right. mouth movement or whatever, right? right Not right. so. Yeah. And uh, it's all based on there's these fruits that you can eat. And uh, so different people in the series have different powers, right? I think they're called dragon fruit. They are called devil fruit. Actually. Devil fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dragon fruit's a real thing. You Doesn't won't give you powers. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. I've eaten several, and yeah. so far, nothing. <laughs> so but, far. So yeah. far. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's just this cool story of he sets out uh, just to go on adventures. He gathers a crew around him of friends who don't really want to be on the crew at first, mm. but they become friends, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. One guy carries three swords, and he's like, where's the third one go? <laughs> right? Because mm -hmm. what, what do you get to with it? Yeah. It goes in his mouth. Oh. He holds it in his teeth. 
Oh, Boom. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? All right. What's that character's name? Virgil? Uh, Roranora Zoro. Roranora wow. Zoro. That's right. Roranora Zoro. Zoro. That's a lot of names. Yeah. Jeez. I think yeah, he just yeah. goes by Zoro, mostly. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, just as an aside, looking at something from another culture that, like, yeah, sometimes we use names from a Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. They know about Zoro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know a good sword Why guy not? can be yeah. called Zoro, right? Um, so they do call him that. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, another cool thing when they're talking to each other, like an intercom or a phone mm -hmm. is uh, sort of a microphone that projects itself through a large snail's mouth. <laughs> What? That, yeah, it's just some weird stuff. Sure. It's cool. Oh, all It's right. so much fun, and I really highly recommend it. So Sushan and I were uh, on the couch the other night, as mm. we are at sure. night, and um, she had said that a lot of her clients were talking about how great this show is, so mm -hmm. we plopped it on, mm -hmm. and we made about 10 minutes into the pilot. We're into it. And Sushan was like, I don't care about that. This is the live <laughs> action one. The live action like, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts. Yeah. So, um... Uh, I'll try it again sure. when Sushan's not around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that sounds fun. It's yeah. fun. It's emotional. There's like good emotional bonds by the end of it. It's it's just cool, adventuresome fun. Netflix? Netflix. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. The thing I'm most interested about that show is that is the first time ever that the creator of the manga and the creator of the anime is in the creative force oh, that makes that's the cool. show. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. there's a reason that all of the angles mm. look like anime, look like manga angles yeah, and yeah. all of the yeah. elaborations because the guy who drew it mm -hmm. is oh. sitting in the director's seat. Oh, wow. You know, so th awesome. this is like, that's why I'm really excited to see if they capture the magic because One Piece is huge, just so you mm. know. It mm. is the biggest, most widest read piece of literature, period, full stop. Is that right? 100%. Wow. One Piece. Isn't it also like the longest manga? Like, I don't know. I, I, don't, so. I don't know what the... Yeah, it goes on. I think so. I don't know yeah. if it's longer than like the Monkey King or whatever the yeah. original is, but it's massive. This is the destroyer. So this has sat atop. There's this thing called um, uh, Shonen Jump. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. Magazine. It's been at the top of Shonen Jump for a decade wow. plus, like undefeated mm. until I think Hunter x Hunter or that Demon Slayer movie yeah, that yeah. came out that was a big thing. I think that finally dethroned it, but it's massive like wow. the reach of this thing is huge hmm. and is it just like zany hijinkery the whole time or? no no yeah. there's a it's one story they're telling the whole time there are no detail there are no yeah. derailments it's monkey wants that treasure oh. and it's a specific treasure it's not all the treasure mm -hmm. there's one specific treasure chest that if someone finds they become king of the pirates oh yeah, That's there was the a guy, the, the backstory, the, there was a guy called Gold Roger who yeah. was like the greatest pirate of all time. He gets captured, they kill him, but on his, uh, on his execution, he's like, I hid the One Piece somewhere. Yeah. Go out and find it and you'll well, become the king I of the One Piece. I saw that and I was like, yeah. there's no hint. Everyone just, no. they just scatter. Everyone's just like, yeah, it. go get it. I'm like, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. Where, the, where? There's no hint. There's nothing. They treasure. know it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's somewhere right else. Yeah. He hid that uncomfortable hunk of metal up his ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> Christopher um, Walken, what are you doing yeah. here? Um, hey, hey, Terry, yeah. did you finally decide what you've been up to this week, huh? I have it. It actually ties perfectly into what Brian's been up to. <laughs> this is, it, week. Exactly. is it one piece? <laughs> <laughs> it's not one piece. However... Uh, the reason I know so much about One Piece is not because I went through One Piece myself and read the manga or watched the anime because it's a Herculean task, yeah. as I just alluded to. It's because of this YouTuber called Totally Not Mark. And Totally Not Mark is does deep dives on all sorts of anime and manga, you know, oh. from like Berserk to... Uh, 
to One Piece. And so I watched a couple of it in there. And in that, he's like coming to tears with how much he loves the One Piece anime and how hmm. much it surprises wow. him hmm. because his diehard thing is my diehard thing, which is, you know, the most important anime there will ever be. That's Dragon Ball Z. Oh, he does deep dives on Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. Deep, deep dives of like 42 plus minutes about one side character that was in one episode type. So real one of us, right? Hmm. Uh, I'm obsessed with with this guy, and he. I did not know and all of his you, content. You were such a one, um, a Dragon Ball guy. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think Mario. Well, yeah, that's Mario the other Brothers, one. He yeah. loves that's Dragon the other Ball. One. Mario loves Dragon Ball. Luigi can't stand Where do you think it. he got his fireball from? No, uh, no. But actually, it's funny because uh, Sonic the Hedgehog actually ripped off Dragon Ball Z when it comes to turning Super Saiyan or Super Sonic. That oh, is a yeah. direct rip. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah. One hundred percent. He even does it the same way. Yeah, his eyes go green. Yeah. That's fun. What I've been up to is totally not Mark for the first time reviewed Dragon Ball Z. He's reviewed Dragon Ball. He's reviewed Dragon Ball Super. He's reviewed Dragon Ball GT. He's talked about characters. He's talked about, you know, done these deep dive biographies and all the characters. He's never reviewed Dragon Ball Z itself. And so what he created was up, Robert Monroe Jr. So what he did is he finally released the Dragon Ball Z review. And it is one... Saiyan arc, Frieza arc, Cell arc, Boo one, Boo two, five, two and a half hour plus mm. documentary videos on the That's entirety of awesome. Dragon Ball Z. Mm. I watched all of it, <laughs> and I watched it to the point where I was begging for the last one to come out. I could oh. not wait for him to publish the last thing. Totally not, Mark. Dragon Ball Z review. Okay, it goes through the Saiyan arc. Uh, and then it goes into the uh, Frieza arc, which is incredible the way he does it. The Cell arc, and then uh, Majin Buu he has to split into two because that goes through deaths of major characters, introductions of new characters, and then a whole wrap-up. And what he does at the end is the coolest thing. He reveals he wasn't working on this himself, and all of a sudden, the other five biggest content creators on YouTube making Dragon Ball Z content Aww. reveal they were involved in the writing of this giant opus. Oh, script. that's cool. That's it's cool. Yeah. the best thing ever. Oh. And it, it just, I, I haven't, I care more about documentaries, about things that I like. And I mean, deep dives about fictional things, be it video games or be it manga or be it comic characters, than I do the actual stuff, I realize <laughs> now. And so I was just so excited for him to release it. And it's wonderful. If you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, this is like required reading. All right. Viewing. I've watched Both. one Dragon Ball. Was it superhero? Superhero? The movie? Yeah. No, Nolan and I it's went awesome. to go see it. It's awesome, but if you didn't cry, it's because you didn't watch everything Every leading up to other it. Thing. And not even everything. That movie is the culmination of the idea of, and this is why that the guy who does the deep dive is so cool, is that you know to bring it back to our world, everyone says, oh, Goku is Superman, or mm -hmm. they're the two top tier. That's not true. Superman does what is right, because he stands for something. He stands for moral mm. justice. Goku just wants to fight the strongest person there is right. to mm. keep training and fighting. Mm. And it's important because every time a villain comes back, it is Goku's fault because he let him live because he said, <laughs> I want to fight him again one day. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Literally. So they go into stuff like that. Um, and it's just amazing to me. Okay. To me, I don't know where I was going with that point. That's I got okay. I veered off at one point. It's interesting in and, of in and of itself. I got to get that link from you. Like yes. Isaiah is huge dragon ball game. yeah gotta get that to him yeah i mean just the that that deep dive is so amazing and for fans it's just a bit oh i was going on why it's important 
because the the story, the manga creator got overworked. Uh, Akira Toriyama was, you know, doing this all in the 90s. No computers, nothing. He had to hand draw all of this and keep up to it. And he got tired. And a lot of the things that changed throughout the show, including we're going to switch off of Goku and go on to Gohan the Sun story. Oh, Gohan the Sun story is that his dad was off fighting other people and didn't wasn't a good dad at all. Yeah. Yeah. But this alien, Piccolo, oh, yeah. steps in and essentially becomes his father, but starts out by like chucking him off of a roof. Yeah. You better figure it out. Toughen up. Like oh, he's says, a good guy. I thought Piccolo he, was a bad guy. He started as a bad guy. Uh. But he toughens up. And the conceit of that movie is Piccolo was mad because he thought Gohan, Gohan stopped training. Yeah. The end of the movie, he comes out with this thing where he does a special beam can. That's Piccolo's move. Yeah. So it's revealed like you were my dad the whole time. Ah. I was watching you train, and I was training in secret to be like you. To be like Piccolo. Yes. Oh, that's sweet. Because Piccolo's the dad that Goku never was. It's adorable. Awesome. You know, Terry, I heard an interesting fact that you probably already know, but a lot of people might not. Um, At one point, Goku levels up. I think when he becomes Super Saiyan, he becomes blonde. Yes. The reason that I heard for that is that coloring in his hair black all the time takes a lot more effort right. than drawing blonde, <laughs> That's hair, which is just white in yeah, a black yeah. and white thing. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love stuff like that. And that's yeah. why I watched the documentary, because you see all that stuff of like, I was tired, so I did this. And we're all yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah. This was like shaped our childhoods. And yeah, it was right? just because you yeah. were tired. Yeah. That's so. the reason why <laughs> Superman flies. Is it? To it, show. Didn't uh, want to, yeah, it was easier to draw. Oh, interesting. Oh, you just funny. leave him like that. Yeah. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah, that, that yeah. That's why that. he's the because you remember he could leap an eighth of a mile and yeah like, yeah that's interesting. They were like you know that's it's just easier if he's flying. The thing when I said to show I got it confused. I think that's at least part of the reason he has a cape is to show the direction of motion. Yeah, to show the yeah. direction of motion. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, how about that? Yeah. It's so much better him flying. Yeah, it's so much better. Yeah. Um, my what you've been up to is gonna piggyback off of yours. Well, I had a whole different thing, but um, talking dump, about dump. a double talking piggyback. About, um, uh, documentaries and deep dives. Yeah. Uh, I like horror movies. And uh, one of my favorite podcasts I listened to was called The Halloweenies. And so they will do a whole season of episodes where each episode of their podcast is an uh, uh, a horror movie in a franchise. So the first time they did Halloween and they did a two and a half episode a two and a half hour episode for each installation of the Halloween franchise. Mm -hmm. And then they took a break and they came back and did nightmare on Elm street, Friday the 13th child's play scream, et cetera. And so each one of those is like two to two and a half hours per movie. Hmm. Uh, And I just, I eat them up. I love them longer than the movies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is it, is it a YouTube (laughs) podcast? Uh, no, it's just on like uh, iTunes and it's just audio. You, you can also go to their Patreon. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually am one of their Patreons because then they'll do other stuff um, like um, uh, when you talk over a movie. What do they call commentary. it? Commentary. Commentary. They'll do commentary tracks and they'll do other movies that aren't part of those franchises. Hmm. Stuff like that. They also just did um, uh, Fortune and Glory, which is their version of a... Indiana Jones podcast. Nice. So nice. they did all the Indiana Jones movies leading up to um, Dial, of Dial of Destiny. So yeah. Nice. I love those guys. Yeah, did great. they do the young Indiana Jones? They they brought it up yeah, during yeah. the um, episode um, yeah. from, um, gosh, what was that? The Last Crusade. Oh, right, Where right. we first see young Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, What? You said it's the Halloweenies? Halloweenies. Cool. Yeah, they're great. Dylan, if they're on YouTube, let's give them a follow. And uh, Robert Monroe Jr. is in the chat saying, what's up, Cold Poppers? And missed you guys last night. Thank you. Mm. Well, here we are. Uh, all right. We have letters. 
We have letters. We, have we letters. got lots and lots and lots, lots and, and lots, lots of, of letters. letters. All right. Phineas Flynn writes in worst name ever. I've been listening to you guys for a while and finally decided to write in. While we have some great names, great character names like Clark Kent, John Johns, Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, and Guy Gardner, and even some non-alliterative ones like Bruce Wayne and the like, I am mighty concerned about the new Punisher, Joe Garrison. That name is so corny. A military guy named Garrison? That would have been like calling Hal Jordan Hal McFly or Batman Vin Vinnie Gantz. J J Vengeance, basically. Um, it reminds me of a Carmen Sandiego villain or someone from the cartoon show Cops. How's that for a throwback? There was a cartoon of that show? Yes, dude. Cops? cops was on. No, hey, no, no, not the, not oh. Cops. Oh, no, there was no, a cartoon no, no, no. called Cops where there were okay. like police officers with like superpowers yeah, and bionic bits. Oh, okay. It wasn't of. It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, we're going to expand the universe. <laughs> okay. What um, you want? <laughs> is it the worst comic book character name you can think of? If not, what's worse? P.F. All right, I got two for you. Do it. Number one. Uh, Black Bolt from the Inhumans, uh, whose real name is Black Agar Boltagon. My all-time favorite. That is See, his like real. That. That's the name he was born with, and <laughs> mm -hmm. it just, uh, you know, like we said, it was just kind of convenient that. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're gonna <laughs> dress you in all black and put a big yeah. bolt. Oh, thing when he on met the Fantastic Four, and he was like, "Wait a second, Hold there's on. the words black and bolt in your language. <laughs> this works great. Awesome. It doesn't have anything to do with my powers, but." Yeah. Uh, the other one Good is, yeah. um, and there were, they, they did this, they did this a lot in the like silver age. Like a lot of mm -hmm. people had those names that sort of worked with their, whatever their power was. Yeah. But the, the all time greatest is the flash rogue rainbow mm -hmm. Raider, uh, whose real name is Roy G. Bivolo. <laughs> yeah. Explain that to the people who don't know what that means. All right. So Roy G. Biv, the colors of the, uh, uh, the rainbow. rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Roy G. Biv. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, he said hello I a lot. I said, yeah, yeah. are you hello. serious? Yeah. And, you know, I, I was a kid, you know, I'm reading my, I, I knew who the character was, but I <laughs> thank God for who's who. You can find out all this information about it, right? And I'm reading it. I was like, that, no, that's not. That, there's no way that's what that says. No, no, no. That's his name. Roy G. Bivolo, ladies and gentlemen, the Rainbow Raider. Worst name in comics. This That's is the one. kind of world where, like, yeah. why don't you name your kid Dick Millionaire? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? But, you know, oddly enough, just just for Len, I was going to say Richie Rich. Oh, Richie oh. Rich. Yeah, yeah, Richie yeah. Rich is a pretty but, good yeah. name. What See, does he but do? His He's parents, rich. Yeah. His parents knew that he would be rich, and they were really into that. They're old money. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they changed their names yeah. a couple generations ago. If Richie Rich's mom was named Old Money. Or Grandma. Oh, that'd be great. I like Meredith Old Money. Maybe, oh, maybe they just cracked that code. They were like, if we name our son Richie Rich, we'll be rich. Is that why I'm poor? Yeah. Yeah, JD means poor in another <laughs> language. <laughs> uh, we have another letter, but this one's from co-host uh, co I was Noel. also going to say Tempest Fuginaut oh. is a dumb name. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Is that his actual name? Tempest Fuginaut? Yeah, I yeah. guess you're yeah. right. It is. And he's sure a right. Fuginaut. But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Fuginaut because they're fudging it. Oh. As in oh. when they change continuity in DC. Oh, that's interesting. They're oh. fudging it. Oh. Uh, there is also Temple Fugit, the Clock King. 
Oh, yes, that is his name. Yeah, yeah. 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 Temple Fugit. Temple Fugit, um, which I think was also the name of some time traveler or something similar in uh, the Lois and Clark, the New Adventures of Superman. Victor Freeze. Wow, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a bad yeah. one. Chip, that's a bad one. The Green Lantern, Chip, yes. who Chip, looks Chip, like Chip, an Earth Chipmunk. Chip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's they, pretty on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like yeah. the on brand naming as well. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so no road in uh, because he can't be here. He is sick. Uh, but he's going to be chiming in with what we're going to be talking about today, which is our summer wrap-up. Hmm. So uh, summer 2023 roundup, A, I guess I can contribute a little, but only via this email as my throat is still a mess and coughing is how I breathe now. Oh, dear God. So we'll just we'll remember to dip back into him as we uh, as we discuss. Yeah, our main review, review, discussion, that's what it's yes. called. It's a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Schools in for winter. Right? Wow. That's how the song goes. <laughs> yeah. um, summer was a blast, but it's over popular, now. So. <laughs> uh, and it's time for pumpkin spice lattes, hoodies, and other cozy-ass stuff. But before the final leaves fall, let's take a quick look back at our favorite summertime stuff. Who wants to kick us off, Brian? I want to kick us off. Oh, I thought Day -day. you were just... Okay. No, I, you tossed it to me, and yeah. I chose myself. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we starting off with? Reading material? Oh, let's see. Noel started off with movies. Let's do well, movies. let's start off with movies. I gotta go. With Barbie. Right, see ya. Oh. Yes. Yeah. But Barbie and I are leaving. <laughs> but um, uh, it was a tough call, and I'm really hoping Randy picks the other one that I was going to go with. And I think he might. Oppenheimer? No. Um, I'll just mention, too. Oh, Janie loves it when I do that. Oh, yeah. It's the, the best. Uh, Barbie. I loved oh. Barbie. Uh, what a philosophical exploration mm. of a film. We reviewed it here. We both loved it. Uh, but I loved the kind of uh, platonic ideals that it starts off with, even though it's not a big part of the movie, the exploration and examination of uh, the role of a, uh, a slighted gender, mm -hmm. right? Now, in Barbie's world, the men are... are more than oppressed, but just by the nature of existence, right. <laughs> right? It's not like something the Barbies are doing. They're just, they only exist in the light of Barbie's vision. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, so uh, Barbie leaves. She comes out to our world. I love that they all think that feminism has fixed the problems yeah, yeah. of, of uh, gender inequality here. And uh, they find out it's reversed mm -hmm. here. Um, go through a series of adventures. They explore the, there's a lot of in jokes, most of which I didn't get, mm -hmm. I assume, but I could tell that it was a joke and yeah. it was cool. You know, <laughs> um, uh, Michael Sarah was great. He was <laughs> great. Alan, yeah. he's great. Always. Um, Margot Robbie embodies Barbie. She was amazing. Something we didn't bring up in our review that I really regretted afterwards. The opening song. It was amazing. Oh yeah, I didn't know it was yeah. going to be a musical at all, and they mm -hmm. start off with this song, and it and it was great, and um, just what a cool, uh, thought inspiring film. Mm -hmm. That very abstract, cerebral thing from this toy, and a, a very layered examination of the pluses and minuses of Barbie in our culture. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. by all of that. Yeah, really yeah. cool. Did you guys see it? I did not get a chance to see it. I didn't. Oh, it was good. Oh. I I do find it hysterical that like. When you talk about like movies ab about toys, mm -hmm. like the boys' toys movies, <laughs> we're just like, hey, look, stuff blows up. Yeah. And Barbie's <laughs> like this deep trance on American society <laughs> yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get a whole lot of depth out of the Transformers. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's fascinating that, you know, you're going to get the, the deepest, the deepest dive out of 
you know, into American culture mm-hmm. from yeah. Barbie. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, definitely a surprise. Yeah. Um, Noel says, movies, I have to say that between the months of May and September, there were a lot of flicks I loved. The ones that made me feel the most warm and fuzzy is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Ooh, good movie. I've loved those good characters movie. and the comic that preceded them so much that one last cathartic ride with them was so very welcome. As always, banger soundtrack as well. Mm. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse was a stronger movie, but if we're talking subjectively, subjectivity, I just like spending time with Rocket on the big screen more. Now, uh, Across the Spider-Verse was the one that was a competitor for me that yeah. I really figured Randy would bring up. Uh, that's the one I'm going to bring up. <laughs> oh, great. My favorite movie of the summer was um, Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, fantastic. Uh, that was just a yeah. bucket of fun. I absolutely... Oh, damn. Right? You, so you, we reviewed it. What did you, you take it away. Tell us about it. Bro. I, I I watched it. I was like, what? Oh God. Like I want, it was, I wanted to sit there and watch it again. Mm-hmm. I could have, mm-hmm. if I didn't have something to do, I could have just been like, all right, I'm just going to chill and mm-hmm. watch this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And every little beat hit mm-hmm. every moment of that thing. hit. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Kaluuya as, as hobby is the oh, greatest yeah. thing yeah. in history. And you half the time you could barely hear what he was saying. Mm-hmm. You just in the background like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Yep. I'm not even convinced he was saying words every yeah. line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, just but he was just 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 throwing little bits in there. Yeah. And when they're in the thing with the with all the Spider Man, just all the little stuff in the mm-hmm. background, you're like, oh, that guy, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. guy, yeah. oh, wait, that guy, really? Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Donald Glover. That was yes. awesome. Yes. Like, yes. I love on with this movie. Yeah. That was like, a good cameo. Everything, everything that. about that, about the movie was was just amazing. Mm-hmm. The the way the like the colors of the different universes and mm-hmm. everything, like uh, Gwen's universe just being so sort of pinkish and bluish, mm-hmm. and oh man, the whole thing. I, I I it just came out on Amazon. I have no money. Mm. Put on Amazon. Nice. I, I, yeah, I was like, no, gotta, I'm, I'm going to yeah. watch this whenever the hell I want. This yeah. thing is amazing. I'm going to get it on a uh, hard copy. up to buy an actual version so of it. Good. That was definitely one of those where, you know, I didn't know it continued in another movie. And we're getting to the end, but I didn't know for sure that it was yeah. the end. But, you know, it can kind of feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wrapping it's coming, up. Right? Yeah. And I was like, wait, hang on a second. <laughs> like the Seinfeld routine uh, when he's talking about uh, second two parters in a show. Like, mm-hmm. They can't wrap this up. They yeah. Can't, yeah. <laughs> this can't be done. How are they done? And it, to be continued. And I think that's probably the best example of that in cinema that mm-hmm. I have ever seen. Where it's like, really? Oh, there's more coming after this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This really. Yeah. Well, now I'm not going to. That's gonna, a big statement. I, I might not be including all of the things that you were thinking of, right? Like movies. I, yeah. Also, we've we've established that Brian has seen like maybe ten movies That's in his entire lifetime. Right. Well, so. there aren't that many movies that don't finish their story at right. all. Yeah, right. Like, like so I'm not gonna count like the only uh, other to be continued I can actually remember is Matrix Two. Matrix Two back, dude. That's what? not a to be continued. See, That's it's the obviously end of that to be story. Continued. No, it's, it's the Empire to be continued. continued. And it's, as is back to the future. Oh, yeah. shit. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot future. about Back to the Future. Oh, that, that was good. And, that, and, that, oh, and honestly, a, yeah. those two is why I was like, red flag. I was no, so no, hyped. Okay. I was yeah. so hyped at the end of yeah. Back to the Future and, too. And here's the only that reason yeah. why. Here's the only reason why. I kind of wish that movie did wrap up. Mm. Um, or at the very least, mm. hit us with part one in the title. Yeah. Because oh, I think yeah, a yeah. lot of people were pissed. Mm. Because, too, you know, and, and shame on them. But at the same time, 
I, as soon as we were in that world and he mentions the dreads, yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck, the movie's about to end. Yeah. You know, hmm. and, and, you know, for that being touted as a big reveal, it wasn't a big reveal. It's a mm. great logical step. I like yeah. it, but I, it didn't need to be treated like, like the mystery that it was. It's like, mm. guys, we clocked this yeah. a long time ago. Mm. Um, I, I think that's a great, I actually take issue. I take issue with that movie. Small issue. Uh, you got to cut the first 15 minutes out. The Gwen stuff. What happened in the- yep. It can't oh, I love go. The Gwen I like stuff. It. it can't go first because all I was afraid of leading up to this movie and all a lot of us were afraid of. I remember talking a lot about this is do not pull miles out of the driver's oh, seat. If right. we are pulling mm-hmm. my, and that whole first 15 minutes, I'm like, they're, they're pulling miles out of the driver's seat. I came here to see the miles Morales movie. I yeah. got it. Hmm. But all I'm saying is give me that first, like come right in. Let me see miles hmm. goofing around right away. Hmm. And then I'm like, all right, I'm in. Hmm. But during that whole time, I'm grabbing the sides of the seat. I'm like, oh, I signed up for a miles Morales movie. Yeah. Come on. And uh, of course we get to it. And then at the end, I just feel like um, maybe due to length, maybe due to bloat that that ending felt a little stuck on. Hmm. It kind of felt like they probably could have wrapped another story and then right. done something with that. As an but it's, but we didn't really get an act three, yeah. you know, we could have figured out something with the Oscar Isaac, you know, Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. I think maybe that could have even had a potential resolution or, mm. you know, there could, have, there could have been just something, something. else. I felt like we, hmm. we ended on a weird note. I'm not going to say the wrong note. I'm not going to say a bad note. Yeah. I feel like we ended on a weird note when there's all this other stuff right. that we're worried about. I like the idea that we were racing the clock to see if dads could be okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh, I never got to ask you guys. Mm. Do you guys think that they're doing a hybrid of where this version of Spider-Man 2099 is uh more lun? the vampire? Oh. Mm, I don't think mm. so. Don't Why think did so. they show him with vampire teeth? He has a. I, I think sometimes Miguel O'Hara has. I've never seen that in any right? media. I thought that was weird too. I was like, "Oh, yeah. is he a vampire?" I think he's yeah. one of them because that's that's Spider-verse. interesting. That would right. be interesting. That would be especially you know? if he's not the only Miguel O'Hara that we see, and the other one's not a bad dude. For anyone know? who doesn't know, the original Spider Verse comic book actually involved the villains called Morlin, and there's a whole family of of them, which They're are vampires, basically yeah. vampires who go after totem characters like Spider-Man and they, they actually, the whole story is them going through the multiverse and murdering all of the spider people um, as he goes. And what was Miguel O'Hara about to try to do? He's going to try and kill miles and extinguish him from the Hmm. multiverse. Oh, I don't think he was going to kill miles. Sure as hell looked like it. No, he had to stop no. him from saving no, no, his he dad. Was, right, he was trying to stop him from saving his, his dad. dad. By yeah. any means yeah. necessary. Well, maybe. Huh. Maybe, but that's just yeah. a thought that I, I definitely uh, wanted to throw out to you. I, I don't think so, but that would be neat. No, I would say because of what you were saying of how it didn't wrap everything up, that's why I was counting it in a class separate from, say, Empire Strikes Back, which yeah. is a more complete movie on its own, yeah. mm-hmm. um, or even Back to the Future 1 that ends with a tease for 2. Yeah. You know, I would mm-hmm. say those aren't, in the same category, you know. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back wrapped up nothing. Nah, and then that's the end of you had Han Solo frozen just off into the into the into the universe. That's Luke with one hand, like yo, like no, that I I when right. I got to the end of Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah, how in no, all right, no, Brian was you. like Han Solo's in Carbonite. All right. Good ah, yeah. I was like, there we go. That guy probably quick, dies. Quick, quick, quick side <laughs> note. When I came in here before you guys got here, 
Dylan was saying he loved how uh, the Avengers movies ended. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, with the rap and he's saying, like, no, when they all got snapped away. He never saw Endgame. He thought Infinity War was the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, is no, that Dylan, a, that is the end. It There's was, no it was other a nice movies. change of pace. You know, it can always be a happy ending. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah half the Everyone people just died got tested. in yeah. a blink of an eye. Uh, you know cool. what? Though? I've never seen that ending before. <laughs> wow. Word. I thought it was original. Yeah, no, you don't have to see Endgame. It doesn't really tie into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah, they yeah. come back to life? Some yeah. of them. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> but uh, you know what? That brings up a good point. I totally forgot about that one, too. Yeah. So sometimes I <laughs> sometimes I get ahead of myself. Yeah. Across the Spider-Verse was really good. Yeah. Maybe it's not the my, best. My, I agree with you in that uh, people ask me, like, oh, isn't that, like, the best one? Across the Spider-Verse is even better than Into the Spider-Verse. And I was like, no, because mm. it's not a complete movie. Mm -hmm. I, know, I, I can't just plop down, watch it, and then be done. Mm. I got to sit down, watch it. And then when the other one comes out, watch the other one. Mm -hmm. So um, do we know what that's called? Part two. Is it just in, across the Spider-Verse part two? I, 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 I thought I'm the name had come out. I forget yeah. what it is. But um, uh, yeah, it's, I don't consider it a complete film. So for now, Into the Spider-Verse is still the superior film because it's complete. Hmm. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> Stukane's in the chat going, that was the only issue I had with the movie, for lack of a better term. I felt a little blue balled. And he says, hard agree. I have a lot of respect for movies that actually kill beloved characters. Hey, hey Dylan. If um, you just stop some movies partway through, things are really oh, bad. Yeah. And then you can I watch the first five minutes of Bambi and then I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the meat of it, really. You're up. Um, I don't believe in act three. You know what? Uh, it was going to be, uh, I really loved Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. I loved the hell out of that movie. And then I watched Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh that's a good movie. Yo, uh, also, that Turtles joint was so butter. Yeah. First of all, they got me with the soundtrack to that thing. Mm -hmm. It was just all bangers. Like, it, I really hope that MOP is getting paid because between Ninja Turtles, the NFL, and I think it was also in, may have wound up in uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Mm -hmm. uh, Annie Up is everywhere. So I'm hoping they're getting, they're getting, getting some bread for that. Rise of the Beast. Not a terrible movie. No, not terrible movie. I, agree. I liked um, it. Yeah. I did. It's fine. <laughs> I was. I am astounded how, in the span of these movies, Optimus Prime has gone from like we have to take care of the humans to, you know what? These little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Stand these little. Spend enough time with these people. And Yo, it's just like, to be fair, I was, this, was a, this was a prequel. I was watching that like he, your man was like, kiss my ass, <laughs> my robot ass. These humans, fuck them all. I was like. <laughs> no, but Turtles meant, and I went to see Turtles with my kids. I, I wanted to go see Blue Beetle, which I didn't get a chance to see. I oh, feel really good bad. Oh, it's good. It's really um, good. Not as good as Turtles. But I went to see Turtles, and I'm watching this thing like, this thing is so <laughs> dope. Like, they actually felt like teenagers. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. the whole vibe was very teenager. Um, I loved April to death. She was adorable. Um, just everything about that movie was so much fun. Uh, Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. As as the fly, like the super fly, super fly, <laughs> yeah, man, Yo, he was man, awesome. that whole movie, and just so like watching the like the car chase and all it, just mm. the way the way everything was moving, that thing was so damn good, and I was not ex expecting it. You know, you you've done turtles what fifteen times in the <laughs> last thirty years, like all right, more turtles. Yo, this thing was amazing. Yeah. yeah and I liked it, that it made choices that I didn't expect. Yeah. With, with the mutants. Yeah. 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 All and that stuff that with the cool. mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's actually really similar. I've seen a trend that I think is a really positive reflection of uh, 
social views, right? Mm-hmm. That you've got Captain Marvel, uh, to a not as good quality extent of the Eternals, mm-hmm. and this that takes characters who have been established as the villain in previous iterations yeah. are not the villain, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, they're not bad just because they're the mutants or yeah. they're the scrolls yeah. or whatever. And it's a cool trend, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah, good. I like it. Yeah. Um, Terry. I'll just comment on that. Uh, Ninja Turtles 2, I mean, that is kind of, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, everyone loves the movie in the 90s. I mean, when we did our poll, did that win? No. Uh, it's got, got way up there. Scott yeah, Pilgrim was, won, I believe. Oh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim. Oh, You're right, right. you're right. Yeah. But, so that first movie, uh, Peter Laird and, who's the other guy? Eastman. Scott Eastman. Eastman, uh, Eastman Scott? are involved. Kevin. Are involved, Kevin Eastman, are involved in the making of that movie. Yeah. They are involved in the script. The script is dark. It is perfectly in tone with the original comic book that they wrote. Then it get, then New Line Cinema creates two. The boys aren't involved anymore. Yeah. A different group takes over. Um, I don't even think, I think they also switched from Jim Henson to another even puppet company because oh, Jim they? Henson did oh, the really? original. And all of a sudden they're fighting with like sausage links and stuff like yes. that. Yes, and yeah. then the third and then the cartoon and then we're moving farther and farther away and then they have TMNT. Uh, which is kind of like the reboot, I, I think was the first reboot in like the early two, yeah. late 14. 2000s. That was a good one. Then there was the TMNT series. And again, we're getting kind of serious about it again. And in the middle of that is when the Michael Bay stuff comes in. Now, mm. Michael Bay is not a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm willing to bet. Oh, okay. I'm willing <laughs> to bet he didn't grow up. So we entered a weird period with the Turtles for a long time until... Seth Rogen picks it up, mm-hmm. who is a fan Obviously. of the yeah. comic yeah. and the yeah, original yeah, yeah, yeah. and the original movie. So my point is, this is an obvious thing. Give mm. the give it to the biggest fan of the thing that you're trying to recreate. Yeah. You know, don't mm. give it to just who's hot. Give it to uh, the person to fair, who's pretty hot too. To be fair, the guy who made Daredevil was a really big fan. Mm. The so, Daredevil movie. The Ben Affleck one. Yeah. Who made mm. it? who? The, the director was a huge fan. And also Ben Affleck was a huge was fan. Yeah. Well, you yes. never know, though. Oh, yes. You never Doesn't know seem like it. what was changed between his vision That's and true. what we saw. And, and you, know. you know what? And the Daredevil Let's be fair about that, too. not the worst thing in the world. Hmm. It was. I, I mean, I actually either. like the yeah, Daredevil yeah, movie, yeah, but cool. it's bad. But I understand it's not good. But let's, but be, still but let's be fair about that. And the actor and the director liked mm. it. In this case, this is the producer. This yeah. is the whole production company. It is Seth Rogen's right. production mm. company. So you got to have a fan at the top of anything. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which yeah, is yeah. why my movie worked so well. The Super oh. Mario Brothers movie. Hey! Which made all the money and made everybody happy yeah. and brought children, real children, back into a movie theater. Yeah. Not teens, not weird adults going <laughs> to see kid movies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> actual children. You did see it. I was the weird adult. No, I, of yeah. course, of course. But <laughs> The reason I loved it so much is you have kids walking out singing songs from the movie, mm. saying it's a mate, doing mm. everything. Like, I haven't seen children excited about a movie ever. Mm. Like, not <laughs> like this. And it, it meant something. And the reason that they were able to create a thing goes in line with what I was just saying. The guy who made Mario was sitting next to the director when mm. they made this movie of mm. Mario wouldn't do that. You can't do this. Really? It's got to be about the Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. You can't, don't backdoor a Peach movie, which they originally, mm. that was the original pitch. Oh. And Miyamoto and Nintendo said, uh-uh, you're not going to make a dime. And instead they made all the money in the world mm. by sticking to the thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's two brothers. So, check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saving Brooklyn. Check. Beating Bowser. Mm. Check. Done. 
Also Seth Rogen. Also Right. Right. Wasn't he involved in something? He's, he That's was, what I meant. Oh, he's Donkey he was, Kong. He was Donkey yeah, yeah. Kong. Well, okay, so it's just Seth Rogen then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. I love that movie because of uh, there's more reasons than I can count. But most importantly, it is a movie with an actual friggin' message for children that is don't give up. Hmm. Mario never gives up. Don't give up. That's what I want young people to hear. Mm-hmm. And they're cheering and excited about it. The other thing I want is... As long as nothing can hurt us, as long as we're together, stay with your family, take care of your brother, take care of your friends, and you will be fine. It is the first movie I've seen in decades that the message is just easy to swallow for kids. Don't give up, beat the monster, and don't abandon your friends and family. That we need that in all adult movies too. Like, thanks though. It's so important. It's just it nailed its messaging. And all the Easter eggs in there are great. Same thing I'm in uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. They didn't give up. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing about the, uh, most the Autobots. <laughs> but I, it was just a wonderful message, and it was. There's nothing in there that doesn't feel like it should be in there for the demographic it's for, which in, which is people who love Nintendo and mm-hmm. people who love classic stories mm-hmm. of. All right, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to. You know, beat the bad guy because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I am so happy that kids loved this movie. Um, I was just looking up the numbers. Barbie did beat it by mm. uh, really by a couple million. Mm. Um, but those two were neck and neck at like one point four or one point four billion, excuse me, oh. and one point three nine billion. So they oh. were neck and neck. But they both did pretty well. Well, yeah. think about that. Think about that. That is. Two beloved things from two different demographics, right? Mm-hmm. That was the little boy's favorite thing and the little girl's favorite thing. And they both crushed with mm. both markets. Yeah. Mm. But the yep. thing I love about it is it, there's finally something that kids are obsessed with going back to see five, six, seven times. Mm-hmm. Um, made more money for theater owners than anybody else because kids buy popcorn. Sorry, Barbie. Didn't do as well in the concessions. Oh, but as okay. kids' concessions, that went through the roof because it was a family kid movie. That is where theaters that was designed make most well. of their money. Yeah, is that? Yeah. Well, that's why literally theater yeah. owners said like Mario saved. Oh, really? The movies, like yeah. as much as Top Gun says it did. You know, Mario kids came in. Kids yeah. were exposed. I want to go to the movies. You know what the markup on popcorn is? At least from my time working at the theater, what I heard. What. Eight hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's, popcorn doesn't cost a lot to make, no, and they not. sell it, it for a thousand dollars a bucket. Yeah. So, yeah. And they hire yeah. people like you and me to make it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I was cheap when I was sixteen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, you're still cheap. That that was the movie. I'm just I I, I want more good positive things yeah. with nothing else. Just. Do what's right and stick by people. Harry, yeah. did you happen to catch the show last week? Because in our initial review. JD was uh, not a fan. I wasn't. I wasn't. I walked out kind of bummed about it. And last week, I actually apologized to the film. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. As my what you've been up to this week. Uh, oh, and Jeremy says, and I'll part. buy that bucket every time. Excellent. Same. Excellent. Same. Oh, yeah, just, for sure. I just want that uh, yellow b- butter flavoring. Oh, I butter. <laughs> no, here's the thing. This always got me. They don't call it butter flavored topping. It's not even close enough to butter to call it that. It's buttery flavored <laughs> topping. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. It's so far removed from butter. Butter <laughs> yeah. cannot be in the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <Butter-esque. laughs> yeah. Um. Hint, hint, de butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Terry, you said they sang songs, and I really hope just, that they were set to the tune of like, 
Did you not see the movie? To, no, I didn't. Oh my God. I Man, didn't see it. It's delightful. You're why we lost to Barbie. No, I'm actually, <laughs> yeah, actually I like Barbie. I, I'm thrilled that both won. I'm thrilled that yeah. those were the top yeah, two. Yeah. And number three is Oppenheimer, which is like, all right, let's go, <laughs> smart people. Yeah. Uh, I have to leave to pick up my son. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Do you guys want to keep going? Absolutely. I'm just going to peace out. Uh, okay. Was there another piece? Shitty, give us Noel a real quick. Yeah. So what? shows. Yeah. Noel says for the show section, I have to say I've fallen deep into the MLB this summer, so That's scripted right. TV was a little more sparse. But mm. the show that we binged hard in my house Bitons. was one that has been out for years now, Midnight Mass on Netflix. Oh, that was great. Can a show mm. be a thrill ride and a slow as hell burn at the same time? I guess. I thought no. Oh. But then I saw Midnight Mass and was convinced otherwise. Brilliant. Mm. Love that. Assessment, Love that show. Noel. Love that show. And JD, what a great way maybe to we it. can't talk about them because you got to go, but I want to hear what your, at least what were your other entries for the other categories. Cousin! Yeah. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> the Bear. Okay. Uh, we just caught Easily. up on The Bear. God cool. damn, that show is awesome. Mm. Uh, I... We, we watched the first uh, couple episodes and we were like, man, that is a stressful show. I don't want to watch that right now. Uh, so my wife went off and we watched other things. And then when she wasn't around, I was like, you know what? Let me, everyone says it's so good. Let me go check it out. And so I checked out the bear. I watched all of season one in like two days. Hmm. And then season two, uh, Sushan st watch, started watch, seeing me watch it. And then she would like sit down and watch it. Oh, she came back huh. to the marriage. She came back. You said she went off. She did. And like, she came back. back. Okay. Yeah. So you guys um, are okay? So we're okay now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're back together. Um, but, uh, man, how much of your relationship is dictated by your TV preferences? All of it. Yeah. Season two is even better than season one. Uh -huh. uh, so now we're going back and rewatching season one because she hasn't seen it yet. Uh -huh. So, uh, which I always like to do after I caught up with a show I really like. I'll just go and watch the first episode mm -hmm. because now I've not got new context for who mm -hmm. these characters are and what's happening in that first episode. Yeah. So, uh, man, if you're not watching The Bear... Highly recommended. It nice. is awesome. Nice. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's mine. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Terry agrees with me? I Absolutely. The bear is wonderful. And also, you know, you, we can appreciate this. Um, entrepreneur story. Yeah. Sometimes you get locked in a room and you can't do shit and you have to rely on, you know, the people that, are they ready? Yeah. You know, you've never, you don't know if they're ready until mm -hmm. this moment where you're not allowed to interfere. Yeah. Mm. And that is one of the most stressful things, and I think they captured it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Also, Super Mario Brothers movie was about being an entrepreneur. His dad didn't believe in him. Oh, that's it's right. All about his, that's right. It's, uh, yeah, huh. I don't yeah. believe in your stupid plumbing business. And he gets all those coins. And he gets all those coins. <laughs> and his dad, coins. Which yeah. is like any parent. Once you're successful, I believe in you. I yeah, believe yeah. in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did great. The whole time. What are yeah. you about? The bear is wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, there's a whole other podcast that I do called Listen, You Jerk, where we did a yeah. deep dive on the bear. Oh, oh, I got to check that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's all yours, Brian. Take, all right. take it away. Here we go. I'm taking it away. Uh, well, you go away. Yeah, I'm going to right. get the fuck out. So what do we got? What's up next? Let's well, do... we talk about shows. Shows. You want to so do Noel shows? Noel said Midnight Mass. Did you okay. see that? No. I <laughs> think I saw that it existed, but I might be thinking of the Midnight Club, <laughs> which I think is also oh, a yeah. show. Or maybe same it was Midnight oh, Marauders. That's the same yeah. showrunner. Mid <laughs> Midnight Suns. Could be Mike, anyway. Mike Flanagan. <laughs> Oh, really? It is? Yeah. Huh. Oh, I'll watch the Midnight, Midnight Club. Club. I didn't watch Midnight the Midnight Mass. Club. Uh, Midnight Club is more of a YA kind of book. It's based on um, uh, Christopher Pike novels, I believe. Mm -hmm. oh. But it stars- Christopher uh, Pike, the captain of the USS Enterprise? Yes, yes that okay. guy. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote it in his spare time. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because Strange New Worlds actually is- the TV show that I was going to talk about. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lead in. Oh, yeah. man. Nicely done. <laughs> Thank nicely you very done. much. And um, 
man, I love that show. Oh my god, it's that show's so, so good. It's now I love all the new Star Trek, right? Discovery's amazing. Lower Decks is hilarious Lower and Dex still very, very Trek. Picard, especially season three, was really good. But Strange New Worlds is Star Trek classic style. Very just much. what I'm looking for, you so know? Very much. Yeah. Like, and uh, the thing I, I, uh, I'm only about halfway through season one. Um, but the thing I love about Pike is because he knows, like, mm -hmm. you know, his whole mm -hmm. future. Your man's like, ah, fuck it. Right. Let's do it. Like, what, this what, sucks. What I'm I know what's going to happen to me. The rest yeah. of you, no idea. Yeah. But here we go. Fuck it. Let's go. Which I also, right. also thought was a masterstroke in storytelling, right? One, to do it at all. Because Christopher Pike, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, there was an original pilot to the original Star Trek series mm -hmm. where they had a captain instead of Kirk, who was named Captain Pike. And uh, the network didn't like it. They redid it. We got Kirk and Spock and everybody. But they used footage from that later on with... Um, a different actor and a horrible accident has happened to him and Spock risks it all to, to help him out. So you've got this character who is uh, incredibly storied, legendary character with very little about him, yeah. right? Yeah, so he's got all this gravitas with an open playing field, basically, yeah. right? So you yeah, can yeah. make him whoever you want. And I love that they chose to use him. And I also love that he knows about it, right? Yeah. Because we know... You know, we know we what's know coming. Knows. And so having him know what the audience knows, there's some time crystal stuff that happens. So he's aware. That. So I, I haven't seen the show. Okay. I am aware of the genesis of Captain Pike. Okay. Yeah. But what what was that point you were just making? So I'm he, a little confused. Uh, he which, knows about, that he's yeah. going to be in an accident? So he shows up in Discovery. And they weren't, I don't think, planning on having him have a show. No, I don't think so. But, but he was just so was good. awesome. Yeah. Anson Mount as Christopher yeah. Pike is yeah. great. Who also know, played Black and Black 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 Black. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. hair is just yes. Oh, great yes. Hair. And, oh. he, and he plays such a great captain. Uh, and I'll explain it in a second, sorry. But uh, he plays such a great captain, solid Star Trek captain of a modern era where He's the best of the best. He's got feelings, too. He's a, such a good guy. Always does the right thing kind of guy like a Star Trek captain should be. And so what happens is he comes into Discovery, and as part of the story of Season 2 of Discovery, he is um, given knowledge that a potential future of his is that he will, in trying to save a bunch of cadets, be exposed to... Uh, a horrible radiation that will leave him basically incapacitated except for the chair where he can mm -hmm. make beeps, you know, to communicate. And, uh, and that's where we find him in the original series. And then it's a potential future, but he needs to solidify it to become the actual future as part of the events, like to do the right thing in Discovery, right? So he makes that choice. He has chosen to walk the path that he knows will end in he's going to save these kids, but he's going to mm -hmm. uh, be, you know, uh, in experience this tragedy of uh, for himself. So he's got this weight on him for throughout season one of, you know, like I I did the right thing, but I know this is coming. And like Randy said, like nothing's gonna happen to me until then. Yeah, right. So <laughs> but, fuck it. Right. Your man is just like yeah. Eh. Like it opens with um with him like questioning whether he wants to be in Starfleet or not. And you see another real deep cut, uh, ca Captain April, who is now Admiral Robert Admiral. April, yeah. uh, who is only, I think ever, I think he shows up once in the animated series or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh, he is, uh, he's like a cool mentor. You don't see that much of him, but he's the guy who's like, 
contact point with Starfleet, you know, and he comes to him and he's like, Chris, you know, we want you to get back out there. And he, you know, he decides to do so. And, and season one uh, is a lot of him just working out what, uh, you know, how can he come to terms with this, knowing that he's on this road. But one of the great things about it is, unlike other, a lot of other modern shows, that's not all of what season one is. No, it's God, individual no. stories about everybody on yeah. the crew. Oh, and the guy who plays Spock is. Oh my cool. God, so good. Uh, they- Gregory Peck's grandson. Is that who yes, it is? Yes, Ethan okay. Peck is Gregory yeah. Peck's grandson. Oh, okay. Little Peck? Yeah. Nice. yeah, that's what they called him. Little Peck. Little Peck. Nice. He hated it. Nice. And um, uh, the whole cast is great. Rebecca Romaine is number one. Yeah. You've actually got two characters who really should look exactly the same because they were both played by Major Barrett Roddenberry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she originally played number one, uh, who in the earlier version was the cold, logical uh, character that Spock becomes mm-hmm. um, in the in the real in the eventual version, and she also played Nurse Chapel yeah, in the yeah, original yeah. series. Oh, right? interesting! Yeah, so Nurse Chapel's amazing on the show. She dude. is She's so good, awesome dude. She's good, and they really amplify her role more. You know, they give her a lot more uh, power and agency. Yeah, and it's so good. You've got Doctor Mbenga. Yeah, is amazing, and he's this guy who was in the original series too for like two or three episodes. He's uh-huh. the guy that's head of sick bay when McCoy's away but he's head of sick bay in this, you know, so he's great. It's so well rooted. What's that? Uh, yeah. Really? Cadet Uhura. On Cadet this Uhura, one. right. Uh, yo, man, they, yeah. they, it's a lot of, a lot of very deep yeah. dives on this joint, but yeah. they, they nail it. They and nail where it. are we in the timeline? So we're about we're before discovery or in line with discovery? Oh, directly after those events in discovery. Right. Okay. So it's like, was this, uh, maybe six or seven years before Kirk takes it. Maybe five years yeah, before because, Kirk takes over oh, the Enterprise. Okay. So the other is Kirk is on the show, yes. right? Kirk is on the show a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you see him in an alternate timeline episode that I'm not going to spoil, but right, it's awesome. You want to see that? You've also got one of the cool things about it is you have access to our knowledge of the future of Star Trek, right? So they can reference things that don't come up until the movies or the next generation oh, wow. era oh, yeah, yeah, or cool. whatever, right? Yeah. Like, like That's he gets the, uh, he gets the time crystal on the same planet, Koreth, that Worf eventually meets the clone of Kalos. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. So All there's right. stuff like that going okay. on. Right. And yeah, dude, like nothing of that is made in the show, but as a Star Trek fan, you're like, like that's the same place right yeah. there. That's the same planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're not they're not messing around with Strange no, World. It's they awesome. are not messing around. And it's it's so well nuanced. And they change some stuff. They even address like there's some timeline changes and they're like, yes, things things like change, but things still keep happening. So now in the original series timeline, um there was a eugenics wars in the 90s, mm-hmm. which you guys may or may not remember yeah, having re- actually happened yeah. in the <laughs> night, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> You know, now that's been pushed back a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, this still could be our future. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, if you if you think of time as a river, as a lot of things exactly, do. Exactly. Yeah. And there's always been a lot of time travel stuff in Star Trek. Yeah, so stuff so. changes and there's temporal authorities and what have you. And uh, they, they really weave telling new stories well with fitting in Star Trek lore and their individual stories. It's not a season long story. It's like, I mean, like there's themes that run throughout, but you've got the one where they go to this planet. You've got the one where this thing happens, you know, and that's cool Star Trek. Uh, It's just so good. Let me ask you a question. I mean, a lot of new Star Trek was not well received. Is it fair Uh, to say if you just do original 
next generation and mm-hmm. this, you will be happy. I think you'd be happy. I think you'd be happy no, the, if you watch all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah. I, I think you'd be happy, but I think you're missing so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think you, if you're, you, I don't re- want to do discovery. Do I have to? You don't have to, but it, it is it's really, good. really good. It's really it good. It is. I, yes. Yeah. Yo, discovery is that work, yes. dude. Yes. Um, it's different. It's, it's much darker. It's the first star Trek. Well, actually I'm going to take, I'm going to take what I haven't said yet back. Um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it's hell the, of a play you yeah. just ran. Hell of a play. Uh, Deep Space Nine was actually the first Star Trek that told a continuing story, and it's one of the first shows of any kind that isn't a soap opera. Deep Space Nine is, so, is still my favorite. Right? Star Trek. It's a good show. Still my favorite. It's a good show. That's seven of nine. Was in no, that that's one. Voyager. No, she was. That's Voyager. 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 Nine is uh, yeah. uh, Cisco, uh, Cisco, and uh, Dax, uh, O'Brien Orf, moves Orf came to there. Back on there. Comes back eventually. Who's the captain of that ship? Cisco, Cisco is that's eventually the, the captain. space station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one on the space station, and he's the emissary. He's like the chosen of the wormhole aliens or prophets, depending Who on. Who am I thinking of? Who's the guy that was on whatever's leap? Oh, that's that's Enterprise. That's Enterprise. That's, that's quantum what I'm thinking, leap, yeah, yeah. and that's a prequel. Which they eventually reference a little on Strange New Worlds, which is awesome. Oh wow! wow. And, uh, yeah, they, they, the, they, they, uh, yeah, it's cool. Robert Monroe Jr. wants a Captain Pike cookbook. Yo, your man do be he cooking. Cooks. He cooks. He do be cooking. Like he's, he's got a lot yeah. of space on that ship. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh know? my God, his his quarters yeah. are yeah. like. You ever remember Picard's quarters were just yeah, like yeah. a Small. regular ass room? Yeah. Yo, your man's got a whole floor <laughs> to himself yeah. on the Enterprise. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There was a reference to. I saw this meme where uh, you know remember the episode where Scotty is on Next Gen. Yeah. And they put him in these quarters and he's like, oh my God. And and they're like, well, we can get you bigger quarters if you want. He's like, no, these are so big. They're like a third of the size of, of Pike's quarters. Yeah, Pike's shows is ridiculous. But yeah, so DS9 is one of the first shows of any kind, uh, primetime anyway, that did continuing episodes. But that's what I was going to say about Discovery is that it's of the modern style where it's just one story for every season. I think some people didn't like that. Some people didn't like it for racist reasons or sexist reasons. And we can forget about those people's opinion on the matter. And it is dark, right? Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah, dark Discovery is. and it's not as, it's definitely not a, we go to a planet and have some moral episode, every episode, every episode kind of thing. Uh, it's, Discovery you know, but got, got, it got ugly. In a couple of it episodes, did, but it was, but still, it was still really dark. good. Uh, but if you don't want to watch it, you'll be fine. Lower Decks, I would highly recommend. That one, yes. So much sure. fun. Within loving Star Trek, right? It doesn't ever make fun of Star Trek, no. unless it's a way that we would do. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. It really, it really does. Uh, there's a crossover coming up. I heard about oh, that. Oh, it's yeah. so good. I heard about that. Yeah. Our, our, uh, my, uh, my band's manager is a huge Lower Decks fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, I watched the first episode it's with her. Awesome. I'm so far behind on it. But I watched the first episode with her. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They mentioned the Bell Riots from DS9 in the yeah, crossover dude. episode. And the two characters in anima- uh, in animation, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Newsom and Jack Quaid, play their roles in live action. On wow, Stranger Worlds. that's cool. And they, I mean, they always do the voice, but they don't do the the motions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack Quaid does a really good job. Tony Newsom is that character animated brought to life. Like, she's so <laughs> good at it. And um, it's just so much fun. Um, the musical episode is a lot of fun. That's divided fans, but I loved it. Do I need to do Prodigy? Um, I liked Prodigy. I don't think you have to. You don't need to do any of it. You know how what much I mean? Is like, it? We should look this up. We should look up how, how much, much content is there. Is it? Oh God, there. Yeah. What is like, it? What's the time? What's the amount of time 
uh, like even if I watched it at you double know, speed. It's funny you should say that. I saw an article that I haven't read that says how long would it take you to watch all of Star Trek? What? Right? So uh, if I can find it, I'll. How try did you to get have the exact you. answer to <laughs> such a specific question? Well, I have the fact that somebody has the exact somebody answer. <laughs> I don't have it. Uh, Johnny Destructo, whom you may remember from earlier in the show, asks, <laughs> "Does it make sense?" Uh, he says, does he, I assume he means Strange New Worlds, does it make sense in continuity of the previous shows or is this a multiverse story? This is in the continuity of the previous shows. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, there's a little timeline changes, but it's not the Kelvin universe. It's not a different reality. This is the previous show's timeline. Um, Discovery eventually does reference the Kelvin universe and you see somebody from the other reality in a hologram, right? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, because now in our real world, uh, the movie Star Trek rights and the TV Star Trek rights were split up into uh, CBS Viacom and Paramount, I think, yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Very weird where one company was allowed to make movies and the other company could make shows. Right. Those companies are on back together. Oh. So they can reference the Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert Rowe right. Jr. says uh, the Bell Riots are supposed to take place next September, so that will have to be pushed back in the Trek timeline, hopefully. Yeah, I don't think, although, you know, things do turn out pretty well eventually. Eventually. <laughs> after yeah. the Bell yeah, Riots yeah, yeah. happen. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool that they did that. It's I was I was totally fine with. Well, Star Trek is just a different reality, but it's kind of cool that it's oh they they moved it around a little bit and now it could still happen here. I mean, Perry, it what's your probably. show? Boy, boy, what shows are even out? Oh, I know what it is. What do we got? Uh, it's an anime that I've just kind of started. It's uh, called Baki. If you haven't mm. heard of Baki Hanma, it's a great over the top anime that is so fun and so crazy and it's about this kid's dad is the strongest being there is in the world and he is so strong militaries and governments will not interact with him because he can mm. take out planes and crazy crazy stuff mm. so you know it's it's funny you, you mentioned fast and the furious recently this is the fast and the furious of fighting animes and <laughs> that it is so far beyond what is reasonable so is he supposed to be just like basically a regular guy who's super strong, but he one caveat. Okay. He's yeah. 15. Okay. <laughs> so, so the, the kid, it's a, the kid it's about is a 15. The dad's like 40 and enormous, but it's about okay. the kid. It the, the title is Baki son of ogre. Mm. And you know, oh, yeah, yeah, his father okay. is, is the ogre. He's mm. this giant guy with, you know, red hair and like he can flex his back. So it looks like a giant demon's body, but it's literally <laughs> about what muscle happens building. as you get stronger. Well, eventually you can do the thing that. about the show yeah. is they take every little thing that you hear about, for example, um, being able to tap into your adrenaline and they put this scientific thing around <laughs> it and they're like, what's happening now is he's going to try and train to get that adrenaline to come out. So he's just going to jump off a building and at the last second <laughs> tap into his adrenaline to be able to defeat this. It's awesome. It's over the top. It's episodic in the fact that it's almost like each fight is an episode, mm -hmm. very tournament style arc way over the top though, because eventually it's like, the chief of police is having regular conversations with a 15-year-old boy because he's <laughs> such a good fighter and took on 100 gang members by himself. Nice. And it's just way over the top. So um, there's uh, Netflix. Netflix America did an anime of it. Hmm. Um, it. Maybe it was Netflix Japan, but it's a Netflix original anime based on and it's essentially chapter three of two previous animes that you can see. You got to like track these down on YouTube and stuff to see 
kid version, but the current version is just insane and over the top. I uh, watched a couple episodes of the first season. I'll definitely finish it ASAP. But in the first episode, they find a glacier. This scientist does. And in it is a man punching a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the face <laughs> trapped in freeze frame. <laughs> and they're like, well, we got to thaw this out. Sure. So they thaw it out. Um, this all happens in like 10 minutes. It's an insane show. So they, they thaw it out and they're going to figure out like, oh my God, this is the greatest discovery ever. We can prove that men were around at the same time as dinosaurs with these two uh, dead bodies. And so there's one. Do they have to thaw them out to prove yes, that? They, they're right they, there. Yes. So, so they thaw it out. And then um, one of the scientists is like a classic anime character of like classic dork. You know, he's got sure. glasses. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. scientist and he's left overnight and he's like, I've got an idea. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry right now. I'm going to be the first person to ever eat a Tyrannosaurus steak. <laughs> so he goes to the Tyrannosaurus, cuts out a little bit of, of meat, brings it back, microwaves it. <laughs> That's how he chooses yeah, yeah, to cook it. Right? Yeah. Microwaves it. The thing goes off. He opens it up, pulls it out, and he uh, digs in. He takes a bite. He's like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And then it cuts to the caveman. Waking up after hundreds of thousands of years being frozen, and he's this crazy, giant, ripped Neanderthal man. <laughs> and they make a point to have him like jacked, like superhero jacked. That is who Baki has to fight in the next tournament arc. Oh my god! All right, it's you know insane. Go you gotta see it. That sounds like fun. Yeah, there's uh, there's Baki and there's Baki Hanma. Baki comes first, and there's uh, three. This may be the the fourth season. That, that's out but watch it it's insane you've never seen anything like this there's one guy who chooses to live in prison so that he can be a better fighter <laughs> but in prison <laughs> he has like an office and like luxury suites he served steaks every day he just would prefer <laughs> to be in there to stay hard huh. it, it, this seems like a common theme in not just anime but like anything that that uh is martial arts kind of based yeah. where a goal is I want to go around and find people to fight yeah. so that I can get stronger. Yeah. 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 Most manga, most anime, especially those that are in line with the shonen story mm -hmm. is the idea of progress through struggle. Mm. That's the consistent theme is mm. it's just, you can't ever give up constant progress. And the only way to get to the next level is through struggle. Mm. You know, usually through that struggle, they unlock a form or something like, Interesting. you know, look at some of monkeys forms that he unlocks in one mm. piece. He just did one recently that people are freaking out about. It's called fifth gear oh. and you can see it on YouTube and it's crazy. It's mm. crazy. And he, you know, the way they almost always get it is like, you're just about to die. And then you tap into yeah, that true, next, yeah. thing. next thing. You know, it's interesting. There's, um, uh, Oh, sorry, Randy, what's up? Interestingly enough, yeah. um, they're doing the same thing on my show. Hey. Oh, is that right? Quite obviously. Hmm. My Avengers with Superman. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Let me just tell you. Yes. Um, I was looking forward to the show when I just saw the first picture of like the uh, Lois and Jimmy and Clark sure. together like sure. two years ago. I was like, yeah, you were oh. looking forward to it when yeah. you heard there was a Superman was like, show oh, coming out. New Superman show. <laughs> let's, cool. let's be real. Um, <laughs> It's so very different, like, origin-wise mm. from a lot of the Superman stuff, which I'm okay with. You know what? Like, you can bounce stuff around and, um, cool. I don't mind that. Mm. Go crazy. Mm -hmm. The The idea that Lois figures out that Clark is Superman in, like, the first three episodes, 
It's great. Cool. Yes. Fine. Yeah. Good. Yep. It's it's a little bit more it's a little bit more interesting that way. They're all now they can sort of all sort of team up and do it together. Jimmy had it already figured out before the first episode. <laughs> He was like, yeah, our, our alarm clocks kept exploding. Like, why? <laughs> Just little stuff like that. Right. Um, but th- that the thing you're saying about, like, right as they're about to, mm. to lose or something, they, they, they level up. He's been doing that, like, every couple of episodes. And, like, so a new power will show up or, um, like, the first episode... Uh, the robots were, you know, they were free and they were about to kill. Uh, they're about to kill Lois. What's never about Jimmy though? Never like they're mm. about to kill Jimmy. I got about whenever Lois mm. is in trouble though. Your man's like, oh no! Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's it was funny because you know he's fighting the robots earlier and then he powers up and he just punches this robot and then it doesn't. You don't see it anymore. He just sort of punches it and it yeah. just away. Um, so I, I I'm enjoying the show a lot. Yeah, I, I, there, there's a couple of little things that I'm like, nah. But overall, it's mm. a lot of fun. Um, what are what are your nas? Um, I've so I've never been a the, a big anime guy. Like, yeah, yeah. more uh, yeah. current anime. Yeah, it's ne- It's been a little bit too sort of uh, just a little. I don't know. I don't even know what yeah. it is. Just I, little, I yeah. think I know what you're talking about because I remember. Teen Titans was the first show to start doing like incorporating mm-hmm. little anime mm-hmm. things into yeah. our classic Warner Brothers yeah. animation. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. what you're talking about? It's not even about the animation, just sort of some of the way there's some some of the like uh, rhythms yeah. that they'll yeah, yeah, yeah. do. That I'm just like uh, like uh JD just said I love that Cal is relatively weak. Like it, it's not even it's not even about that. It's just I don't know, there's just little things that are are very much more anime than they are classic american cartoons yeah. and so i'm like let me take right, a cool. guess at I, something that i think will typify it because this is what really stood out to me is the first time they meet cat grant and ron troop and um what's the oh, what's the third steve. person yes that's right steve, steve lombard. lombard and it's not ron troop anymore it's, yeah, it's ronnie troop ronnie yeah. troop that's right yeah. the first time they meet them they're in uh they're in their little office and they come in and the three of them kind of exit reality for a second yeah and like and introduce they themselves like, and yeah and they've got like yeah. a spotlight yeah. and it's like oh that how did that happen in their world yeah and you i'm know? like it, yeah. it, it, you you okay cool yeah and so i i can kind of ignore that stuff because i i do like the different direction that they're going with the origin like mm-hmm. the fact that he showed up during some random invasion mm. would look like an invasion um from Krypton mm. and like Jor-El was involved somehow, but Jor-El doesn't speak any English and Cal doesn't speak any Kryptonian or Kryptonese, however you prefer to say it. So they haven't really had a discussion yet. Yeah. They're just lots of like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know. And the classic sort of like, well, classic because it was in Smallville only really, uh, looks like jor a bad guy yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he thinks that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's well, uh, the comics, whatever that, um, the Bendis run. Had uh, Jarrell coming oh, yeah, in. Yeah, was Jarrell was Jarrell's bad guy. guy. Your man That's went true. crazy. That's and, true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I. Uh, yeah. But in general, I like if Thursday night I was like, leave me alone. Good. Thursday, it's midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch. Like, leave mm-hmm. me alone. I'm trying to watch my Superman. Uh. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I. The 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 one thing that made me laugh was it's made for such a generation 
that doesn't know a lot of the whole Superman lore. Mm-hmm. So the idea that the general was a big reveal being oh, like, oh, yeah. like, yeah, that's obviously I Sam a, Lane. A friend of like, mine texted me. He's like, about? how did I not get that? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. because you're new to this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, how's that? Uh, don't, don't don't quote the the what did, what did Aslan say? Don't don't quote the deep magic to me. I was there. <laughs> <on that road>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is um? What are your thoughts on Jack Quaid? He's oh, he's, he's the voice. He's the voice of Superman. Yeah, hey, I okay. was. I mean, he does good he, job. He's grown on me. Yeah, I mean now he's on. in Star Trek and Superman. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty well, solid. That's exactly why I'm a little like, ooh, I don't know about that casting. Mm. Like my Superman is Superman is 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 Superman. You know the, he yeah. you know. He's the whole package. Oh, can I ask you? We haven't talked. What do you think of the casting for live action Superman? I love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. Kids got to put on some size. Yeah, he's got. He's got to bulk up. But they, they all always do. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know who whose job it is to train people for superhero movies. <laughs> but whoever it is is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everybody. Yeah, give him Thor's guy. In, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um, he doesn't have to be. I don't think we need it. To no, be, I don't need him to be huge. Right, right. Yeah, Christopher Reeve wasn't, you know, like Arnold Henry Cavill wasn't huge. He right, was, right. Jack Henry Cavill was yeah. the right size yeah, Superman. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was the, yeah. he was the, the sure. perfect size Superman. Because he's, dra- I mean, he's drawn like a Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but I yeah, think Henry Cavill, yeah, when yeah, we Henry think Cavill, of real yeah. life, that's yeah, just that's enough mass. Should, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. He, he had the right amount of mass. Yeah. Um, Rachel so Brosnahan would, uh, is like, even before they announced that casting, she's one of the nasal. few. Yeah, I wish I, I love that show. Uh, one of the few times where I'm like, you know who would be good as this character? Rachel Brosnahan is Lois yeah. Lane. And then they did that. <laughs> and I was like, did, oh, we get, yeah. did we get a, a, a Ma or Pa Kent? Oh, yeah. No, no. Okay. Yet. I, I'm really curious about that because. Regardless of what he did and what people disagree, Kevin Costner was great casting. He was amazing. Yeah, casting I thought he was, was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, um, he definitely had a yeah. He definitely had a John Kent look about him. Yeah. yeah. Um. The the, you know, the, the as uh, was in the original Superman. I don't know the actor, but that yeah, that actor was, was great really as well. good. They were really good. Just read. Just got to be someone that can explain uh, the right way to live to you. There's a book uh, that just came out uh, called Clark and Lex. Okay. It's a you know, YA book. And Jonathan and Martha Kent are black. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing changes. Hmm. Nothing else changes. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that the farm couple that found him is black. Hmm. That's it. And I, I was like, oh, okay, hmm. cool. Hmm. Nothing else changes. And I, I so wonder. It, Clark is still white? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, he's not their biological son, Terry. Well, he comes I, from a different place. I know. I, I, I know. I just didn't know how far they were going yeah, to. That, that was it. That's the interesting. only thing. That really changed. interesting yeah. shift. It's the only thing different. And Are they in Kansas still? Yeah. That wasn't always the case either, as I know yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah. 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 They, hmm. the, literally the only thing different. And hmm. I, I, I wish it had gotten bigger. It's because the book's really cool. It's hmm. a really, really cool book. I wish it had gotten a little bit more press to see how people would have reacted to that. Mm. Because yeah, it, that because, would be neat. because quite honestly, there was nothing to react to. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I feel like people would have had they know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the thing is that a uh, boy. So this is a bigger conversation than we have time for, and I would love to do that. We actually got to wrap up pretty soon. But I think the way people have been bringing more folks of different backgrounds and colors and ethnicities and things into the media is that way of the way it doesn't make a difference. Because literally Superman's adopted. Yeah. Perfect way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, April O'Neil. Yeah. Perfect yeah. way to yeah. switch that character yeah. too. There's a bunch of things. Oh, uh, One Piece There's a does bunch the of moves too. you can do. I noticed in the One Piece show, their team of friends is everyone's a different ethnicity, mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure is not the case in the original. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect their characterization at all. Yeah. Know? And it also doesn't affect who it doesn't affect your 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 leads, you know. Mm. For example, like in the same vein, just to be totally, you know, um, culturally appropriate, if you made, uh, you know, Jon Stewart mm -hmm. a different race or ethnicity, that would mess with stuff. Yeah. If yeah. you change a third, a different, uh, you know, for example, the, um, who's the daughter, the, the girl that is green, Jade, Jade, oh, yes. Jade, there's your way in of yeah. like, okay, anybody can, yeah, can play Anybody Jade. Can like, yeah. If you yeah, just keep yeah. playing that way, I think that's a way around the landmines that there are. That's you a would great way that, to do it. But they tried would, it with Star Starfire. They tried it with Starfire. Right, right. Did not Starfire, take. Well, Starfire didn't look like Starfire, though. She, Starfire she wasn't orange. orange. I know. Yeah. She wasn't orange. That's true. I guess is my... It, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're now, saying. in the new movie, I'm not sure how much, if at all, we'll see the Kents anyway. Like you were saying about the casting, because it's not an origin story. No, it's not an origin right, so, story, yeah. uh, uh, which I'm glad about. Um, yeah. I I do want to see where they're where they're going. Mm -hmm. I, you know, yeah. I, I'm. It could even be a photo. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I'm not he saying, is a man who loves his his family. You know, he does. Now, I mean, them being alive still is only modern age. Well, since yeah. 1985, you know, before yeah. that, you only ever saw them in the Superboy comics. Yeah, in the Superboy but stuff. I, yeah. Like classic, classic stuff. They died early. Yeah, they died. That was his impetus to go to Metropolis, to go to Metropolis. and yeah, become they, Superman. They died early. Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. They both died early, mm -hmm. and then eventually they changed it so just Jonathan died. Yeah. Which might have been because of the Christopher Reeve movie, actually. I don't uh, know. Well, it's, no, 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 I mean, it's, it's it? It, okay, a yeah. rock solid origin story of like Superman. Yeah. yeah, you know, of learning the lessons from your father, as in just to like capitalize on that of yeah. like, mm. well, I mean, in the original, it was probably in Action Comics number one, where it's just like he grew up in Smallville, scene of him at the graves. Mm -hmm. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. be super holding this truck. Yeah, yeah. Robin yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jr. Yeah. Scott Grant. The other change is he really like hot sauce on his collard greens. I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Um, we did movies. Mm -hmm. We did TV shows. Oh, well, I'm you not your show. Well, yeah, we did it with Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Yep, I did Baki. Okay. Yeah. And then there was another one. We were going to do comics. We were going to do comics. I'm not sure. We got we got, we got, got about five minutes. We got about five minutes. Um, You know, I haven't actually had a chance to read that many comics this summer, and I'm not even sure that I read this book during the summer, but I was going to talk about the Dresden Files uh, novel series. Oh, okay. That um, there was uh, a while where... Not much had come out because the guy was writing a different novel series that I tried, wasn't super into, but then he finally came out with another book. Mm -hmm. And Dresden Files is great. If you guys saw the old TV show, it's similar but very different, but uh, with Paul Blackthorne as the main guy from uh, Quentin Lance from Arrow. Yep. And uh, this show, he's just like, he's a, he's a wizard private investigator, right, who... Um, Starts off as uh, a guy who all the other wizards are kind of suspicious of because he had to kill his uncle because his uncle was evil and was trying to kill him, but they don't necessarily believe him. And it's progressed so much. It's a great series. If you want to get into something that there is a ton of, yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that. Get in involved. it. Yeah. Because okay. it's, if you want to just try it out, 
everything wraps up in book one. You can just read book one. You can just read book two. But as it goes on into like book 17 or 18 that it's at now, it's a woven tapestry of a story dealing with, you know, the all kind of uh, ramifications and permutations of this world. And he's evolved in his place. And uh, I highly recommend The Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do one. This is just something I've been kicking around. I think I am going to go back to Fantastic Four when Jonathan Hickman took over and follow Hickman's oh, run phenomenal. all the way. Oh, my God. I, think, I mean, all the way I through X-Men. Oh, I didn't know we could just pick anything. <laughs> well, Jesus, I mean, I got to go back, but I've just, Four, I've though. never done it. I've never done so from... And actually read every everything. The definitive I'd like Fantastic to do Four run after Lee and Kirby, in my opinion, that, is Hickman's that run. Hickman stuff. Oh, it's so good, Magnificent, so good. Bro. And it goes. He goes from Fantastic Four into New Avengers. Uh, into yes. Avengers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic Four to Avengers. It becomes then, the whole Secret War, yeah, Secret Warriors yeah. uh, thing. That I did read. I read that that cover to cover. That's but beautiful. I, but Secret it, Wars but too. It, it all all of that builds from Fantastic. Yes, yeah. that's what I understand. So oh, I want to do a reread. It is fantastic. It's so good. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And Hickman, you know, he can be a little dense, but, but he's man, good. Man, he's really the way good. his mind works. Yeah, I, I love it. And it there felt were, like the adventurers that they were originally. Yeah. You know, there were rumors of him doing uh, Legion of Superheroes. Oh, I would love that. I would have. Oh man, for. that wow. would have been. Yeah. Has that. he ever jumped over? No, at least not. No, not yet. Maybe uh, when he was like just crossed. starting out or something. Oh but. my god, is he? Is he finished? Is he? He's still on X Men. He's wrapping up. He's wrapping up. He's wrapping, wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does a great job with like high level science. Yeah, stuff. dude. He, yeah, I, I. They, they're diverting away from a lot of stuff he was doing on X Men. So that like his whole that whole thing that he built. Again, has fallen apart because the X Men have the worst luck in comics. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was man. So if so if Hickman took over a Brainiac comic, oh my god, give me all that. Yeah, Um, and Brainiac talks probably exactly how Hickman would write him. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right now I'm still reading um, Christopher Priest's Superman Lost, Mm -hmm. which is some of the best stuff uh, of that I've read in in 20 years. Oh, nice. in the first issue, he gets lost in this, like, this black hole, mm. like, saving the world sort of thing. And then, like, ten pages later, maybe, he comes back. But f- for him, he's been gone, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the reverse. Yeah, he's been gone. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, Interesting. He's, yeah, he's been gone so for 20 years. So what has happened so to the world without Superman? Is that the concern? No. No, it's been no. He's only been for gone them, for, like, right? 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's No, he was only gone for, like, a couple hours. Cool. Like, like, it was to the point where... Uh, Bruce showed up to tell Lois that he was gone hmm. and he was already back. But for him, oh. he's been gone for almost two decades. That's and so it's telling that story, bro. That's Sweet costume, too. Crazy. That, yo, like, that, all white with yo, the gold he's got this thing. All white costume really? with the yellow. Oh, cool man. Costume. It is so good. Yeah. And it's Christopher Priest, and that dude just does not write bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think issue six just came out. It's, issues it is phenomenal hmm. it's absolutely fantastic nice there's your recommendations go eagles go yeah. birds all right, and I think uh, we, uh brian i'll leave it to you to wrap it up all right uh i am wrapping it up here by uh with this final message the thing is wrapped up and <laughs> we- <laughs> we'll greatest see you guys next ending week. ever <laughs> wait is this a cliffhanger, is it, yeah. this is definitely a cliffhanger. continue next week for when we talk about a different thing 
Uh, (laughs) We're not sure what it is yet. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) It may or may not be a back to school special where we send a hypothetical college kid off with some comics that we think would be meaningful to them. Yes. Or, or just impart good lessons where, whatever we choose it. If we do that, You'll find out uh, next week. Also, (laughs) hey, thanks everybody for jumping on at the new time. We had great like comments and and interaction. Thanks Thanks for joining us at four. Yeah, Rob Monroe, you're right. Superman lost is amazing. Yeah, excellent guy. I like what he thinks. Cool. I think we're done. All right. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.